All right, recording has started. All right. Uh, Here we go again. Let's try this again, Marcus. Looks familiar to me. What's that? You and me talking. And ladies and gentlemen, we're back talking about James Bond. Yeah, I'm Andy coming to you from my bunker in Nashville. My buddy Mark sitting there in his hat looking very this, dapper today. This is the best I can do. It's getting dark here now. And um, I've got all my lights on, but I still look, look like I'm in shadows. Sorry. As usual, for those that are aware, uh, I, like I say every time, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. It is currently, as we record this, it is 3.25 in the afternoon. Mark, what time is it where you are? No, it's 9.25 at night here. I'm six hours we, ahead of you. We are a solid six hours apart. When we record, typically, we try to do this very early in the morning on my end. So Mark is not spending his evening doing this. He's doing it during his lunch hour time. But today I had to do some work. Uh, the rodeo is in town here in Nashville. The rodeo. <laughs> I think I... I didn't I, I uh, FaceTimed you or something the other day so you could see uh, all the cowboys are in town. Oh, yeah, lots, yeah, yeah. Lots of cowboys and bulls and whatnot. Nashville's but I digress. Nashville's great. We are here discussing The Great From Russia with Love, the second in the series of the James Bond movies. Uh, Sean Connery himself, the great Sean Connery. But number, what'd you say it was, five or six in the book series? I think it's five. Yeah, five or six. Five. Second movie. But the uh, sixth novel, yeah. And the next one we're going to do is Goldfinger. Is that correct? Is that the next in line? That's the third film, yeah. And, that, so and gonna, that's when it—that's when the bomb mania really kicks off because that's a classic. Movie. Yeah, I'm going to read the book uh, before we do it, and then you and I will have a discussion about Fort Knox. Oh, Fort Knox, that was amazing. <laughs> but yeah. let's save that. Let's get back to our uh, the the adventures of Bond and Red Grant and Tatiana Romanova. So, so uh, when we last left off, um, they were heading for the train, the Orient on, Express, the which is interesting. The Orient Express. Um, I, I, uh, I wondered if he endeavored to put that in there on purpose or just was coincidental. But in either way, I like it because you know we no, the Agatha Christie is the famous. Mm. Uh, uh, Christie, right? Murder on the well, Orient that Express. Is, that is, the, I mean, that in real life, that is the main train out of Istanbul, isn't it? The Orient is Express. it? Man, I don't know. Yeah, I think, so. I think so. Yeah. I think so. If it is, I will look it up and drop it somewhere right in here, straight in there, just like we did with the 007 bus line. <laughs> um, now I have a scene here that uh, is uh, slightly uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, Mark. What's that one? Uh, hang on one second. Uh. Where is it at? Right here. So I will share this scene. Um, uh, this... Hey, Dr. Drew, my wife Susan here. We want to show you something. Who's that? In this guy, all Edit over your feet. This here. James, you're hurting me. All uh, right, yeah. So he, Bond thinks she's betrayed him. It's under orders, I know. What are they? I don't know. Wait what for you it. Mean. Wait for it. Oh! Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> It's 1963. It's very of its time. Bond was not afraid to keep his pimp hand strong. No, no. And I know um, I. Watched... He's on a mission. He's ruthless. He does what he needs to do, whether it's a man or a woman. He's. he's yeah. I watched uh, an interview with Sean Connery after the fact, 
later is just Barbara Walters over here in, in America had interviewed him about hitting women, about that mm. scene. Uh, I didn't bring it up because I just don't think it's necessary. I mean, it's, it's just part of a conversation. Yeah. It's part of a movie. I'm not. I don't. I'm not sure saying Connery is pro hitting women, but um, that scene was. I'm sure for but the time he's was, a ruthless spy. He thinks yeah. she's betrayed him. It, it's that's the scene. So I wanted to at least address that, but I don't want to yeah. hover too much on it because uh, it was. Uh, hey, you know what? She needed it. She was. She was. She would have killed Bond. So yeah. you know what? Screw you. Um. <laughs> My uh, let's see the very last scene I want to show. Where's it at? I'm, I'm gonna look at my notes as we talk. Uh, there's some great dialogue in this scene. Let me see if I can play this. Mark, you will have to know this scene, right? Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me back up slightly. Let me before I play the scene. So, um, Red Grant joins Bond as as the he gets on the. He manages to get on the on the train. He's pretending to be another British agent. Another British there. agent. There it is. Uh, so in the book, um, Bond talks to uh, M. M says, "Do you want me to send you another agent to meet up with you?" And he at the time he's hesitant, but I believe in the book. I'm trying to remember correctly. He does say yes. I'll meet up with an agent, and they skip some of that in the movie. But Red Grant shows up. Yeah, posing as the agent. Yeah. And they go to in the it's in the book and it's in the movie. They go to um, dinner together, the dinner cart. That's right. And when, of course, we find out just shortly after they come back to the so room, red Red Grant is pretending to be this guy Nash, the British agent. Bond's initially taken in by it. And what he says, uh, and I loved this line when I when I because it's so classy. It's very red, bond. It's red, very red, British. Red wine with fish. That's the line. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I should have known. I should have known. Now, you know, he said, the line is red wine with fish. That should have told me something. Yeah, exactly. And he's got a gun pointed to him at, as he says this to him. Yeah, yeah. The, the, this, the no English gentleman worth his salt would order red wine, which would over, <laughs> over, over, which would over the taste of the beautiful sea bass that they were eating. You just wouldn't do it. <laughs> And Bond knows these things, so he instantly knows that Red Grant is a fake because an English yeah, guy would know it, these things. It slipped by him slightly, but he was on to him. Yeah, he caught he, it. Sh- yeah. He just wasn't quite there because he's trying to do. He's doing the, the math in his head, like mm. this isn't making sense. But he said, "I should have known." And don't forget what we've discussed about Bond books and Bond movies before. It's all sex, sadism, and snobbery, and drinking the right wine with fish. It's all about snobbery, and Fleming knew all about that. Absolutely. Uh, so then it leads us to this very last scene I want to share. And this was a fun scene for me. And there's a, there's another great piece of dialogue in this scene. Uh, let me pull this up for my friend Mark here in the viewing audience to watch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not the second. Not even the third. Not over till he, not over till you crawl over and kiss my boot. Exactly. Yeah. Kiss my foot. That's it. <laughs> What a... If you watch it, he spits those lines out. You know he means it. Bond's it on is... his knees. He's got him. Bond's in real trouble. Red Grant's got him just where he wants him. It's it's a great scene. And then they have the most amazing fight in that carriage. So they have the fight, yeah. which is Big awesome, fight scene. right? And we will talk about how this thing was shot with three cameras. Yeah. Um, it took three the, weeks, apparently. It took him a time to film it. And even... the. 
the the little small documentary I watched about it says it stated that um, the stuntmen were only used in a couple of shots. That most of the fight scene is it's, Connery. It's all, it's all Connery and, and Robert Shaw. Shaw. And all these years later, I mean, this is 1963. They filmed it, and we're now, you know, 2023, so 60s. It's still held in high regard. It's a great fight scene. I mean, it's great. It, it is. It's a great scene. I loved that line. Was the first bullet won't kill you, nor the second, or the third? Not over until not, not until you come over here and crawl over here and kiss my kiss foot. Kiss my foot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, foot. the disdain in this yeah, guy. Yeah. Well, Red so, Grant is a psychopath. He's a he's a murderous psychopath. He's he's loving it. He's got Bond just where he wants him. He's going to enjoy himself. Yeah, he absolutely is going to enjoy himself. And then the the thing that so we're we're nearing the end of the film at this point. Uh, the fascinating thing that I thought, and I made a note of it because he apparently has a British briefcase. Well, because he's impersonating this other British spy, Nash, that's come to meet Bond. He's also got a you know an MI6 issue briefcase, which has yeah. got exactly the same equipment in it as James Bond's, and Bond knows that. That's yeah. And that's where Bond leads to. So when that's, he says that's how he, he gets out of the situation he's in, because yeah. He so Bond offers him he wants a cigarette, he won't yeah. leave him. He goes, What if I and give he'll you pay for it with the 50, 50 gold, gold pieces? Sovereigns. Yeah. And he says, Well, if there's 50 in yours, there must are 50 in mine. And Bond says, I don't know. Let's take a look. Yeah. Knowing full well if he doesn't turn the latches the right way, the, bar, the boom. briefcase will blow up. So, of course, as we all know, if we've seen the movie, uh, Grant opens the briefcase and kablamo. Yeah. Now, the one thing I found interesting, and maybe you can correct me on this, is it blows up. And does it blow up or does the tear gas explode? No, the, tear, out the, the, the tear gas canister goes off. So it, it sprays. Red Grant's face with tear but gas and doesn't affect him because the man is a cold blooded killer. He yeah, I mean, it less. stuns him, knocks him back, <laughs> gives Bond the chance to jump up oh, and, and attack him. But yeah, just how amazing is this? It's, it's, and, all, the, it's the, all the distraction Connery needs, and then they're off for that fantastic fight, right? So then the, the movie uh, goes on, it gets uh, the of course gets off the thing, he takes Tatiana, they uh, they they jump off the train at some point in time, he takes the truck the gardener's truck or whatever landscapers drives it to um, a dock That's gets right. on the, gets on the bag. boat. Of course, bonds a woman plan. and a yeah. boat. This seems to be a theme in the first two movies. Uh, the bond escapes with the beautiful woman on a boat. Um, they're heading to Venice, which is awesome. He's yeah. got four or five giant 55 gallon uh, barrels of gasoline fuel. Petro as the British would say, and uh, he's heading to Venice with his lady. Well, at first he pushes the guy off. He says, it's your lucky day. He says, can you swim? He says, yes. He says, it's your lucky oh, yeah, day. Yeah. He shoves the guy off the boat, which is great. Uh, but then we're not quite done. Your buddies with Spectre are making Spectre one, last, yeah. one last effort to get Bond. And um, he unleashes holy hell with a bunch of explosive <laughs> gas. And a, fla- and a flare gun. <laughs> and a flare gun. Uh, he blows it all up. And uh, he... Heads off for the high seas to Venice with uh, the beautiful Tatiana Romanova. I love saying Romanova. the word Romanova. Yeah, I always want to make it. I want to make it harsher, like Romanov. And you, yeah, yours sounds Russian better. Action. So our film comes to an end with a bond in Venice with another beautiful woman, and um, yeah, well, he thinks it's all over. He's got the lecture. He's got the girl. He thinks it's all over. But then 
in comes the chambermaid. Oh yes, I forgot. So I yeah, I don't. My notes ended there. I forgot about the chambermaid. Uh, tell tell the tell it, Mark. I forgot about this. Well, the chambermaid. I don't. I don't have a scene. I, I meant to bring one. I completely forgot about it. Bond thinks he's 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 achieved his mission. He's got Tatiana Romanova that are in a hotel room in Venice. He's organizing to take the lector back to London. It's all done, and then uh, he's due to be checking out of his room. In comes the chambermaid, and it's Colonel Rosa Klebb in disguise, and she's got a gun, and yeah, Connery's she, in trouble uh, again. She casually, she's cleaning casually up the room. comes in. She grabs the lector. <laughs> Bond says, oh, no, leave that. Yeah, leave that. And uh, Tatiana recognizes her. Yeah. And she gives her the old. But Kleb's got the drop on Connery. He's on the phone. He turns around, and suddenly there's Rosa Kleb with a gun on him. And then he knocks the gun out, and then the uh, the dagger shoe opens up. Well, she's got a po- she's got a poison dagger in her shoe, so she slaps her heels together. And unlike Dorothy, she doesn't go over the rainbow. This poison dagger comes out the front, <laughs> so she's trying to stab Connery with it. It's a and again, it's a great iconic James yeah. Bond gadget. This 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 shoe with the dagger in it. Well, and we and we didn't mention, but earlier there's an earlier scene where the the dagger shoe is used on um, Klotstein, right? That's right, yeah, because he's failed in his mission. He's failed in his mission. Yeah, and um, so he uh, gets this dagger. Dagger. What's in the, the What's the leader of Spectre? Um, Blofeld. Blofeld, who is played by? Do you know who he's played by? It, this is a Professor Dem from Doctor No. Yeah. Professor Dent, which yeah. I was reading, but uh, so he gets the the poison dagger to the to the leg, and he. Takes him twelve seconds to kill the guy. Yeah, and they need to they oil. need to perfect their poison. It's not quick enough. <laughs> we we got to speed that up a little bit. Yeah, so they that's fantastic. So yeah, I forgot about the club scene. Um, mm. That ends, and then the uh, roll for, roll credits. Fiend yeah. as the British as the Bond, French would Bond say. wins again. Bond lives lives another day. Lives, so to, the, lives to die another day. There you go. So that is it. Um, I have a few uh, a few little odds and ends I want to throw out there real quick. You can comment as you go. Uh, I mentioned earlier that Tatiana and the two gypsy women were all beauty contestants. Um, The scene that I was looking forward to in the the fight scene that didn't happen in the train, in the book, the book, uh, the cigarette case plays a a key. Um, It stops a bullet. It it stops a bullet. Uh, And I was looking forward to that scene in in the movie, and it didn't happen. Because we talked about it in one of our history episodes, how important his cigarette case is. Um, But, you know, the film was still good. I just was looking forward to that scene. Um, The one thing, uh, sad note that I, 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 when I found out, I was a little saddened by this. So the guy who plays Karen Bay. Oh, yeah, very tragic story about him. Pedro Armendariz. I can't pronounce his surname. Pedro Armendariz. Armendariz. Armanderas. That's the one. If you want to tell the story, you can go right ahead. I'll I'll fill the name blanks, but I I wrote it down. Well, he plays the he plays the Istanbul section chief, British intelligence section chief, who helps Bond when he goes out there trying to get this lector machine. And the actor who played him, yeah, he um, found out as they were filming the the movie that he had, I think he had ter- yeah terminal terminal cancer. cancer. So they brought his scenes forward and managed to. You can see in some of the scenes that he's in, he's 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 obviously not, not 
very comfortable. He's obviously in some sort of pain. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he um, he he finished his scenes. He flew to LA for treatment and he committed suicide. He shot himself. Shot himself in the hospital. Yeah, in the hospital. That's it. Uh, that was sad. that bummed me out, mm. you know, but uh, very sad, very brave man. And, a, and he plays a great, great character in From Russia with Love. And you'll see Kerry yeah. Bay, the helpful, slightly older mentor figure to James Bond, repeated in several Bond movies along the years. There's Columbo in For Your Eyes Only. There's a, another character in Die Another Day. They're all very sort of Kerry Bay kind of, of a characters. Yeah, because he was a great character. Yeah. In the book and in the movie, he's a great character. Mm. So I thought that was interesting. It's yeah, tra- tragic story about him. Definitely. Um, what else did I got? Is uh, I learned that the uh, the end, the helicopter chase scene at the end, Mark. You remember this, where the, yeah, the truck course. is driving down and the guy's throwing grenades at him. That's it. That was inspired by uh, Alfred Hitchcock's North by Northwest. North by Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, and I, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, so I can't remember the details, but I know it has. And that's Cary Grant being chased down by an airplane, yeah. isn't it? Cary Grant, who, who they wanted for an original Bond. Uh, Cary Grant, yeah. Cary Grant, so that's a little tie-in there. Um, an interesting helicopter story also is uh, I learned while scouting the uh, boat chase scene at, at the end, I don't know if you knew this, the, uh, the director, crash or something? he goes up in the chopper, it crashes into the bay. Yeah. The director, that's it. He gets out and films the scene. Yeah. <laughs> I it's mean, in, it's in the movie, isn't it? I think the chopper crashes and the guy's like, get me out of here. They get him mm. out and he's like, get me behind the camera. Mm. I mean, they do not make him like that anymore. Yeah. Um, and then that's something I found out that uh, Daniela, Tatiana, on the way to filming one day, she was in a car crash. Yeah, she got bruised. Her face was bruised or something. Connery was the, the driver. Her. The driver fell asleep at the wheel, apparently. Yeah, it was an early call. Driver mm. falls asleep at the wheel. Connery's in the car behind, and he actually pulls uh, pulled her out of the car out of the safety. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. That's uh, that's the notes I got. So, um, let me go here, Mark. Let me find here. While we we won't go another episode. We'll just make this one a little long. Let me find my little notes. I want to just bring up while we're talking. Um, one thing I saw, and I tried to find this clip, I could not find it. But uh, Robert Shaw was on a late night TV show over here, The Tonight Show, yeah. and during the interview, he claimed that explained that he had to stand on a wooden crate during his scenes with Connery because he was four inches shorter. Was he shorter? Okay. Yeah, and that Spielberg, uh, Steven Spielberg, was such a huge Bond fan that that's how he got Robert Shaw for Quint in Jaws. Oh, he watched from Rush with love. He, he was a big fan of. Um, so let me um, let me just run through some trivia here. Uh, you can chime in as you feel need be. Uh, this is we've stated before. Connery claims that this is his personal favorite of his yeah. Bond movies. When I looked on Rotten Tomatoes when we were talking about this before. It's got a 97% approval rating. People like From Russia With Love. It's got everything. It's a sensible plot. Yes. It's, it's very stylish. It's very well done. Like I said, yeah. with Goldfinger and, and subsequent movies, Bond starts to get a little bit ridiculous. But From Russia With Love is, is a pretty straightforward action. Yeah, I've got it here. I've got uh, Rotten Tomatoes pulled up. It's 97% with the critics, 84 with the audience. And the That's audience right. has over 50,000 ratings. Yeah, yeah. Still sitting at 84 yeah, it's a um, great film. Pretty darn cool. I mean, that's a great place. If you look at the um, 
you if you again if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, you can look at the 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 uh, critics' responses. There's only two people that are rotten. Everyone else has it as uh, fresh. And can we so, can we just explain how do you say tomato? Uh, rotten tomatoes, tomato. Rotten tomatoes. You say tomatoes. tomato, I say tomato. I say tomato. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's I just the old classic. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, the thing is we're probably you're probably saying it correctly because tomato our language is called english comes tomato. from you so <laughs> comes from your motherland tomato tomatoes anyway yeah, another thing uh, speaking of uh, f- foods as as we mark and i discussed off camera i have a, a love for british baking shows uh, Teresa always says we go out to order i say a baked potato she says a jacket potato but either either I, I tend don't to say baked potato, but jacket when she potato says jacket, works. I'm like, what are you saying? She's like, it's yeah. called a jacket potato because Teresa, yeah, yeah, my, you can do that. my bride's mother, is from England. So, um, uh, other little facts here: Director Terrence Young disliked mm. Daniela's legs and used a stand-in for the scene where Bond spies oh, with the periscope. on the Russian embassy. Yeah, mm. uh, the knife shoe used by Rosa Klebb was an actual weapon used by the KGB. Yeah, apparently so. Um, this was the final James Bond movie released during Fleming's lifetime. He died one month before Goldfinger uh, was released in the UK. That's right. Yeah, we which I think that. you've mentioned before. The August of the following year, 64. Yes. Uh, this movie broke box office records. It was responsible for launching Sean Connery as a major star. Yeah. Rather than Dr. No, this movie is the one that launched him. Uh, let's see. Did you do... It says here, I think you stated earlier, Sean Connery was outfitted for this movie with eight specially tailored... Eight suits at $2,000 a suit. $2,000. Oh, yeah. Would you call it a Seville? Sa- Savile Row. Savile Row. Custom-made bespoke suits. They're very so is, is Savile Row, is that a, uh, like the trendy... It's a very well-known part of London fashion. where they make yeah suits, tailoring, all that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, we've talked about Kennedy liking this movie. We talked Harry about... last film we ever saw, yeah, before mm-hmm. we went to Dallas. I'm looking just real quick at some facts. Uh, so this, I don't know if you knew this. I, I'd seen this after the fact in a documentary. Uh, but the moves in Kronstein's chess game are from the game between Boris Spassky and David Born- Bronstein. In the that was US an actual SSR. game, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah it, they just replicated the moves from mm. 1960. Mm. Um. Now, here's the one you want if you want to talk about this. Uh, the scene, the bedroom scene with James Bond and Tatiana. Yeah. First meeting in the hotel suite is, uh, has since been used it's as become, an audition. It's become apparently one of the main audition pieces that any actor that's up for the role of Bond usually has to play a scene with a, a, a woman in the hotel room as they play out in From Russia with Love. That's the way they test the actors to see how they look, see how they handle it. Because it's such yeah. an iconic, it's such an it's become such an iconic scene. Well, and they say in this little factoid sheet that I'm reading off of here, um, it says that you can actually there's a, a making of documentary um, for other Bond movies, including Octopussy. You can see a scene. Uh, an I've seen movie. I've seen a I've seen your your American guy James Brolin do that scene uh, as an audition for Octopussy. Yeah, definitely. really, yeah. Interesting. Because he was up for the part, but that's another story. But yeah, they they tend to play that scene that Connery plays with Tatiana. 
as an audition piece if people are going for the role. Um, um, see, it says here also, uh, although he had his reservations about the choice of Sir Sean Connery for the part of James Bond, after seeing him in the seeing him in this movie, Fleming was completely won over by the actor. That's right. And in fact, as a result of a result, Fleming added a Scottish ancestry to Bond's character That's in right. the later novels. Because Bond Connery really, I mean, Doctor No is the first film; they're finding their way. But Connery made the role his own with From Russia with Love. It, yeah, and we and we've touched on that in our history episodes. Right. Uh, let's see, um, this movie marks the last appearance of Sylvia Trench, which we talked about. Um, I think here it is. Uh, the brutal fight in the train compartment between James Bond and uh, Donald Red Grant lasts yeah. only a few minutes on screen, but took three weeks to film, and most yeah. of it was performed by the actors. Um, it's a great scene. It's real. I mean, he's really got him. Bond's in in real trouble. Somehow he managed, you know, uses that case to distract him, and then they start to have this big fight. And it's yeah. just a great scene. It's a great scene. Now, did you know this little factoid that um, at the filming of the, the railway station, over 3,500 people flocked to the rail station in Istanbul to watch the filming, which caused uh, delays in the shooting. And uh, director Terrence Young had stuntman Peter Perkins create a distraction by hanging upside down from a, from a balcony at a oh. nearby hotel to get sounds people sensible. to leave. Sounds sensible. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, you talk of, of Vladek Shabel. I'm, I'm no, I'm the guy that guy. played Kronstein. Yeah, he's, he's his, highly... face, his, his face and his voice. The guy that the chess master, the guy that comes up, yes, with the plan to trap on. He's 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 a, a character actor. He, he's appeared in lots of TV shows and stuff. Like it. I remember him as the doctor in UFO, this science fiction show. Well, if you it says his face and listen to his voice. He's a great, yeah, he's a he's a proper Bond villain. Yeah, he's, it says uh, he's a highly regarded Polish actor. That's right. And he was hesitant to accept the role in a Bond movie because he thought it might not be good for his career. No, but may, no Connery persuaded him to sign mm. on, and it, they mm. said it helped his career enormously. Mm. Um, no, I remember him from TV roles and movies uh, when I was growing up. He's got a very distinctive voice as well. Yes, I agree. Uh, 21-year-old uh, Daniela Bianchi was the youngest actress to play a Bond girl, a leading Bond girl, I should say. Um, in this movie, James Bond does not say the classic Bond, James Bond. Well, that's right. He doesn't the, announce himself. Like despite that. the fact that he does say it in the book, yeah. which this movie was based on. Uh, trying to make the last things here. Uh, this is the headquarters of the criminal spy organization Spectre. In this movie, is actually the main Spectre. office administration building of Pinewood Studios. And... Let's try and remember: Special Executive Counterterrorism, Revenge, and Extortion. Spectre. Yeah, I, it's a I great, it in, it's a great acronym. I love it. I put it up in one of the history episodes, and you'd Spectre. mentioned this earlier: the collapsing rifle given to Bond isn't a gimmick, but was it? No, it's a real gun. Yeah. Armalite AR7 survival AR7, range, yeah. uh, which was uh, I think production. it floats. It, it, apparently, it's one of the few weapons in the world. It's a proper sniper's rifle that does fold up into so stock. You can carry it in a briefcase. 
and I think it floats or something. It's a proper yeah. sniper's rifle. It says, according to the notes I have here, as of 2015, it is still in production by That's the it, Henry man. Repeating Firearms Company. Yeah. And it's one of the very few firearms that will float when dropped into water. Yeah. Um, let's see. And talking of firearms, Bond guns, the one story about From Russia With Love that always has made me laugh, if you look at the, the pictures, the movie poster, the pictures of Connery and he's holding the gun. He's got a gun which has got a very long barrel and he's got it. He's doing the classic sort of Bond pose. That's the movie picture. Apparently, yeah. when they were doing taking the pictures to, to, to do the movie poster and all the publicity shots, they couldn't find a Walther PPK, the gun that he normally uses. So the photographer used, I think, his own gun or some gun that they had. <laughs> I don't know. But it was another, it was a Walther, but it, it was actually an air pistol. It wasn't a proper proper gun. It was, I think, it was called a Walther LP fifty seven or something. But when you see it, the the pictures of Connery holding it, he's not holding a real gun. It's an air pistol. Ah, I always thought that was quite amusing. Interesting. Quite, quite like, yeah, I quite like that story. Uh, you had mentioned we talked about the uh, the love scene that was filmed. It says here the love scene between Sir Sean Connery and Daniela caused censorship censorship problems in Britain. Yeah, in yeah. the scene, a sweating Spectre cameraman films James Bond and Tatiana in bed from a cabinet de voyeur. The British Board double, of Double Mirror, right? Yeah, the British Board of Film Censors mandated to producers Albert R. Broccoli and Harry Saltzman that the voyeurism in the scene was too explicit That's and to right. keep the footage of the cameraman as minimal as possible mm -hmm. or face risking having the whole sequence censored. So it is a very fruity scene. It's it's it's, mm -hmm. it's very sexually charged, and yeah, it's clearly obvious what's going what what goes on. Uh, it says here also that Robert Shaw introduced Sean Connery to the game of golf while filming this movie. And thirteen uh, years later, nineteen seventy six, from Russia with Love is sixty three. So thirteen years later, Connery does this. It's a movie called Robin and Marion, and he's an aging. Robin Hood and Audrey Hepburn plays Maid Marion, and he comes back, and they're they're old, you know, they're older older characters, and Robert Shaw plays the Sheriff of Nottingham, and they have oh, you're big, kidding me? Yeah, no, you should look it up. It's a great film, Robin and Marion. It's called, and yeah, thirteen uh, years later, Connery and Shaw have another big fight as Robin Hood and the Sheriff. It's it's a good film. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, look it up, Robin and Marion. It's called. Um, it says here that this was the first Bond movie to end with the declaration, quote, James oh, Bond will return. Bond will be back, yeah. Uh, and, of course, Goldfinger. Because with, <laughs> with, you know, the, the budget from Dr. No was doubled, from Russia with Love was a massive hit, and they're off and running, and they started work on Goldfinger, and that's when it all really took off. Bond Mania went bananas in 64. Yeah, and it says it ended, it continued on until 1983. The Octopussy was the last time they used that, according to this. Used what? The James Bond will return. Oh, okay. You said apparently it stopped at the Octopussy, but I don't, again, I'm, I don't know because I'm way behind. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking just quickly. Oh, uh, this touches on what I was when I showed the one scene of him with the uh, the gadget checking his phone. Uh, the gadget that Bond uses to check his hotel phone is it something to do with paint or something. I can't remember. Well, it says here for bugs is actually a device called an alchemeter. Okay, it is used to check the thickness in thousands of an inch on surface coatings, usually paint 
That's unfair it, yeah. surfaces. The needle yeah. moves sharply across the scale because though the bodies of that type of telephone plastic, their bases were painted steel. Interesting. Yeah, it, it Look at you knowing that. Trying to surprise you with something. Yeah. Oh, you pick it up over the years. I've, I've watched, I've never seen From Russia with Love on the big screen, but as a boy, it was always on the TV. I've, I've grown up watching it on the, on the telly countless times. Uh, this says here also the video game From Russia with Love, which came out in 2005. Oh, Connery released, voiced it, didn't he? Yeah, he was released 42 years after the film. Mm. Sean Connery's uh, likeness and voice is Connery's last performance as James Bond. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, apparently the, the, he's always said that it was From Russia with Love was his favorite Bond movie. It wasn't too silly. It had some great action in it, you know, great characters. It's a good film. Did you enjoy it? You, you liked it. I did. And uh, I'll end it with this, is that uh, Timothy Dalton and Daniel Craig both named this as their favorite Bond Yeah, movie. people love this film. It's a good movie. Uh, there's plenty of facts. We could go on and on. I will not. This 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 episode has gone on long enough. But yes, uh, fun movie. I'm really enjoying this. I hope Good. anybody that's watching or listening is enjoying the adventure. And maybe, hopefully, you're watching along with us. Um, the next one will be Goldfinger. So if you're... you're in for Goldfinger's home, a great bomb film. We'll get that watched and uh, we'll be back here again talk, talking about it in time. So uh, I'll say goodbye to everybody now. Keep bonding to my friend Mark. Good night, Nashville. Good night, everyone. Good night, world. This has been a Touch of Madness production brought to you by the Creative Minds at Tommy Twins Media.